Hello, everybody. Uh, this is Mike D, and this is Carly B. Week five Hunting Truth podcast. We got our guest Carly H. Otherwise, it'd be Carly B and Carly B. <laughs> um, we're gonna talk this week a little bit. Um, these girls just got done with um, a women's duck hunt, and um, Carly H had a question regarding the hunt that she just went on. When I'm out hunting, how do I know what I'm shooting at? Okay. When you're out waterfowl, waterfowl hunt, her question was when she's out waterfowl hunting and she goes out with these ladies, let's say there's not a guide and they're not on a guided hunt. How do they know what they're shooting at? Well, sometimes they probably won't know what they're shooting. <laughs> no. <laughs> Terrible answer. But what I'm getting at is um, there's, there's different ways that you can ID ducks, um, size, the way they fly, uh, the sounds that they make. Um, obviously, um, for a lot of you, you might know. I shouldn't say obviously, but a lot of you um, know that uh, a hen mallard will quack, right? That's where the quack comes from. So you hear quack, quack. Um, the drake mallard, you know, he'll dreep, dreep, dreep. You know, it, it's it's different noises. Um, th the way that I pay attention is the size of the duck. And um, I look at their wings a lot when they're flying. You know, uh, green wing teal obviously green wing, you know, the, the color spectrum on their wings is a lot of times how you identify, um, you got gadwall here. So on a gadwall, you know, the coloration. So it being light enough and understanding what's coming by you, um, and what they look like is really important. Um, and to be honest with you, if you don't know, don't shoot, Yeah. um, you know, take some time, Maybe even go to a park and, and have lunch at work, you know, on a break or whatever, and just kind of look at the different ducks, take a minute, you know, learn how to ID them, talk to friends, talk to different people in the hunting community that you're making friends with mm -hmm. um, on what stuff is, you know. Yeah. Um, this is a pintail. Um, they're known for their, you know, their sprigs on their tails. Um, one of the best things I did, and, and obviously not everybody can do this, but um, I went with more experienced guys. I went down to Arkansas when I was young. Mm -hmm. Um, and Hey, what's this? Hey, what's this? You yeah. know, I went on a couple guided hunts and I was asking questions. So, so ask, just ask questions. Yeah. Um, I know I bought at TSC, just a waterfowl identification. Yeah. Like trifold. <laughs> um, and it seems dorky, but I like it cause it's funny. I'll have some birds in my office, like that are local birds and people are like, Oh, did you have to go to South America to shoot that bird? I'm like, no, 20 minutes away. It's a hooded meganser. Like, yeah. they're common. Um, but a lot of people like are just like, oh, it's a duck. It's a mallard. And they don't really know. So the ID book, you know, or if you go online, you can find different resources mm -hmm. like that. Um, those really help. I also highly recommend going out and doing some scouting if you can, you know, mm -hmm. in advance. So you kind of know what's coming into mm -hmm. that area. Mm -hmm. um, I think that really helps. Obviously, anything can happen, right? So you need to be educated and know what you're hunting. Um, or what you're going to shoot at. But I think that really helps. So when we started our women's hunt, we initially were kind of like expecting a wood duck shoot. Mm -hmm. We talked about it. We said they're going to be really fast. Um, you know, they're definitely going to like come in, you know, with a lot of movement. Um, we expected them to kind of to come in early. We still going to be a little bit dark-ish out, but that's what we were expecting. Mm -hmm. um, so we kind of had talked about that. Because we went out and scouted and we knew what was coming into yeah. that hole. And in Michigan, a lot of times it's wood ducks or mallards, you know, when we're hunting local potholes like mm -hmm. you were hunting. Not yeah. all on the big waters like Saginaw Bay or Lake St. Clair. Mm -hmm. Typically, that's what you're seeing. Yeah. 
But if you're going out, even on the bay, like you could look and see, you know, what different birds are coming in, um, you know, kind of know what to expect or know what looks different, right? Watch them fly, different stuff like that, you know, and kind of see what looks different. Mm-hmm, for like, sure. What were like the main things that you noticed when we were hunting as far as some differences? Um, I noticed the difference in the calls, um, how they would call them in. Um, Did you hear them whistle? Like a, I don't like, know. you know, a lot of times your wood ducks will whistle okay. when they're coming in. They're smaller, a little more, a little bit more sporty than a mallard, you know? Yeah. I don't recall that. Do you okay. remember that? Mm-hmm. You do? Oh yeah. I'm just not in tune to it, I guess. Yeah. Um, mallards. Did you hear them quacking come in sometimes? The females? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And then obviously the geese, which I, oh, yeah. I know that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So. Well, I think the speed of them, definitely, mm-hmm. you know, in flight, you could kind of see them coming in at different, um, like the way that they were flying. Mm-hmm. Wood ducks, like you were saying, are definitely more sporty and they're coming in, um, you know, with a lot of motion to them. Mm-hmm. And when they're decoying, they were just decoying really hard. I mean, you'd see them kind of up in the sky co- working and coming down. And then all of a sudden they'd be like splashing hard in the water where I felt like the mallards definitely like took their time. So, and I'm not saying every mallard's going to fly like that. But just that morning, you really could see the difference, like the size difference of their silhouettes in the sky, um, you know, versus a mallard versus a goose. That was definitely something that we were noticing. With, with ducks, you learn through experience a lot of times, unfortunately. Um, and, and in hunting, if you don't know, make, you know, wait, don't shoot. Yep. Um, you know, the, the question is, how do I identify? Um, to be honest with you, through through doing it through mm-hmm. going out mm-hmm. um, and through talking to people that are out there doing it. Um, at, take a minute and like she's saying, that trifold, whatever it may be, just take some time and, and educate yourself, really. Yeah. I know one thing that really helped me is I would, <laughs> I probably seem like the neighborhood creep, but <laughs> I would go to some like local areas where I knew, especially during the winter when stuff started freezing up and there were yeah. some big areas of birds congregating. Um, go with my binos or I had like a really nice uh, telescoping camera mm-hmm. and go out there. So that way I could actually kind of like see some differences. I'd get a, a picture with six different types of birds in it or something, yeah. but um, actually like see them. Then I like kind of sit there and try and listen to like the noise of them and stuff and see if I could pick anything up. But, Watching them taking off, coming in and different yeah. things. Yeah, exactly. So that, that definitely helped me. I mean, Lunch break in the park. Yeah. It January, works. February, you know, I got <laughs> yeah. nothing better to do. <laughs> so sitting out right. there and going to do that, I felt like that was really, really helpful. Because, um, again, a lot of people like, don't know the different types of birds out there. I definitely think mallards and wood ducks, but I can't say, like, how many times I've been out hunting and, you know, you get a ring that co- that's come in. Mm-hmm. And I've hunted with guys who've been hunting for 20-something years, and they go, I don't know what the hell this is. You know, yeah. and I'm like, Ugh. Or they'll confuse a ring neck and um, a bluebill. Yep. You know, it's it's easy to it's easy to mix stuff up. Yeah. With phones nowadays, when you see a duck that you don't know what it is, pull it up, Google it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just take a minute and and slowly educate yourself. Yeah. Definitely, I like the the trifold too because it's got more than just the birds in our flyway, which is mm-hmm. really cool. Um. One, it kind of just gets you excited about all the different waterfowl that are out there. But also, I mean, I'm trying to think. Last year in Michigan, they had a cinnamon teal show up in Shiawassee, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. which was like unheard of. Um, Scoter. Yep. 
They yeah. Have, yeah. They've seen those. I mean, you'll come across those. Last few years, we got old squaw now. Yeah. You just never know what you're going to come across. Yeah. So. Damn, a couple weeks ago, they found a flamingo. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> wow. In one of the waters of the fowl preserves, they had a flamingo that people were chasing around. Yeah. I mean, you just don't know. So I'm not saying that you're going to go out there and mistake a flamingo from a mallard, yeah. you know, accidentally <laughs> shoot it. Yeah. But you don't know. Um, the, the cinnamon teal, for sure, if someone did not know what that was, someone easily could have shot that bird um, without knowing, just because it's similar size to other teals. Um, you know, and that's not a bird we see in Michigan. Typically, no. Yeah. No, I would dream of getting a cinnamon teal in Michigan. <laughs> I think a lot For of people sure. would. Yeah. That'd be awesome. But, yeah, uh, yeah definitely. It, 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 it's, it's tricky, you know, black ducks. Yeah. Until you've been doing it for a minute. Yeah. And the restrictions are different between mallards and black ducks. So it's intimidating to people. Mm -hmm. So duck hunting definitely is one of the harder things to probably um, get into and understand the legalities of everything. And then, you know, with ducks, to be honest with you, just in case people don't know, um, I don't know if I'm getting too far off subject here, but, you know, they're federally protected because they cross state lines. Mm -hmm. So... Um, you got to be a little bit more sensitive, um, you know, when it comes to game laws and stuff, you really got to pay attention, um, to what's going on with ducks. So if in doubt, don't shoot, Yep. you know, take a minute and educate yourself. And I'm, I don't want to scare anybody, but people need to know, right. You know, if you're not sure if it's a canvas back or a pintail or a black duck, like just don't shoot it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I recommend going out with someone more experienced, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. so I think, Especially for you for hunting, I f feel like, did you really have to think about what we were shooting, if it was going to be legal or not? Mm. No, not with yeah. the guide saying, kill them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I feel like that's a nice, like a nice yeah. option to go with someone who's a guide or someone who's more experienced, mm -hmm. who you trust, who mm -hmm. know, you know, understands and respects game laws. Um, so that way, you know, you, you can focus on, you know, shooting, mm -hmm. um, you know, reloading just the basics of it rather than oh my God, I don't know what kind of duck that is, right. you know? And then once you actually, um, you know, harvest that duck, you can take a second look at it, you know, think about the way that they kind of came in, mm -hmm. um, you know, and kind of learn more from like the back end of the hunt yeah. rather than like in the moment you're like, I don't know what it is, right. you know? Um, it's inexpensive to go on a guided waterfowl hunt. I mean, here in Michigan, it's an hour and a half for us. We can run over to Mitchell's Bay and see Rob Stanley, or you can run over and see Dan. There's there's a lot of options, mm -hmm. and it's basically, what, 125 bucks for the day, yeah. 150 bucks for the day. Um, if you can swing something like that and it's in your budget, the first five years of me waterfowl hunting, I went with different guides, mm -hmm. and I asked a bunch of questions, and I found out what I liked about how they hunted, and then I took that, and then I personally felt confident enough to start hunting on my own. Mm -hmm. And by then I started understanding what I was looking at as far as what ducks were what and, right. and what I should be doing. So if there's any way, you know, you could go once a year, save up 150 bucks. And it's, it's more inexpensive than people think. It's not thousands of dollars no, it's a couple to go on a, yeah. to go on a guided duck hunt. Yeah. You know, for a couple hundred dollars, you can, you can get out there and mm -hmm. and really get an understanding. It's it's worth it at first. I really think it is. I yeah. agree. <laughs> For I think, sure. Yeah. I uh, like I you're saying. You don't have to think about it. Yeah. You can just go enjoy the morning. If you have questions, right. ask them. They're being paid, and they're just mm -hmm. going to answer them, and it's no nonsense. Yeah. Yes. 
Well, I always say, like, tell me everything you're thinking. Tell me what we're doing, why we're doing it. Tell me what you're thinking. Um, you know, and now I hunt with a couple guides regularly, so they know my crazy self. So I think like now they're just like talking to themselves, you know, but I'm listening. And I remember one day we had a widgeon come in that was kind of unexpected and we didn't initially know what it was. And I can hear the guy just saying that's that bird's different. And he's watching it, watching it, he's it's, it's fine, different. That's a different bird. Cause it was way high up and way far out, but it was a solo too. And so he's like, that, that's a different bird. It's a different bird. And then all of a sudden starts coming into the decoys and stuff. He's like, it's a witcher, shoot it, you know? And I'm like, yeah. ah, it was so cool. But it was interesting, you know, and after I said, what did you think? He was like, it was just flying different, the speed, the size of it, the way that it was moving through the air, like it was different. It was interesting that it was a solo because we had been watching Ringnecks mm-hmm. all morning um, coming in in Big Fox. So that was really, that was like an interesting moment for me. And I'm like, okay, like those were some things to think about, you know, mm-hmm. when I'm out by myself watching birds. Mm-hmm. So um, I appreciate that. So just pepper people with questions you know i always feel like i just got done with a big travel trip and my dad laughed because i'm i was traveling with my dad and he's like you talk to everybody and he goes and people love it and i'm like the thing is is like you know in a world where hunting isn't necessarily pc uh you get a lot of hunters who are like I don't know if I should talk about this, you know, yeah. and then they find someone who's cool in the airport, you know, or in the mm-hmm. hotel lobby. We had a fellow. I'm like, Hey, come have dinner with us. You know, are you hunting? Right. And he's like, yeah, I'm like, let's talk. Come have dinner. He was traveling alone. Um, so he sat down with my dad and I, and we chatted nonstop about the hunts that he was going and doing and stuff. But you get a lot of hunters who want to share their knowledge or get excited about it. I mean, I'll, call you you know tell you the birds i saw or shot you know and i'm like oh my god after our women's hunt i'm like oh my god we shot the best hunt oh my god and we went through the whole thing you know so like i think there's a lot of people you know who want to share their experiences their knowledge so take advantage of that um you know and and share those share that with people for sure absolutely (laughs) so for any of you interested in getting out duck hunting um if you can get out with a local guide. If not, find somebody who's doing it, get out there, start getting um, familiar with what's going on. Um, watch how they fly, um, get used to the different vocalizations and uh, you'll start to get an understanding for, for what you're looking at. Yeah. Get a trifold, um, go through the local uh, regulations mm-hmm. that's put out by your state because it'll actually say like what the limits are and different things like that. So you can have a good idea of what birds are out there, um, you know, and make sure you kind of have a good idea on that. Um, you know, and then, yeah, definitely take the time and actually like look at the birds that you harvest. So, you know, you know what they really do look like and stuff. Absolutely. So until next week, thanks again. And if you have any questions, you have anything you want to talk about, feel free to reach out. Um, there's no question too dumb. Um, there's never a dumb question, only dumb answers. So, um, <laughs> Again, I'm Mike D. This is Carly B. And thanks again. We appreciate you.